All right, so let's begin yesterday's daf was daf yud ches, number 18. Today's number 19. We'll do a review of yesterday's daf, get to today's. So have in mind that our learning should be a schos for Fush Shalema, for Yitzchak ben Rezel, for, uh, let's go through the list, Hadas Basranya, Michal Viva Bas Yudas, Amin Vesforos, or Bas Chabad, all else who need a refuah. And with that, we'll start our review of daf yud ches. We started off yesterday. Um, at the Itmar, it's about uh, six lines down at the last word of the line, Itmar. And uh, the question is, um, we know that there's a halacha as far as uh, when a woman, after she receives a get, how she's, when she's allowed to get married, the idea being that a woman, uh, we, it's very important to know who the father is, and therefore that's the purpose of... Uh, making a rule that even after she receives the get, she's not allowed to get married till 92 days later, basically three months. So that this way, in case she's pregnant, we would know by the time she gets married. And then we know who the father is. It's the first husband, not the second husband. It's very important for Yichos establishing that. So the question is, which moment do we count, do we go by? Is it, uh, so Rob says that it's from when the get is given into her hands. That's the, that's the moment that we start the count of, of the three months. And Shmuel says it's from the time, what, from the moment that the get is written. So Rav Nasabarash, he Shmuel, he says that, uh, how can that be? You're saying it goes by the, when the get's written. Let's say there was two kidding. One was written, uh, let's say, a month earlier than the other. And he gives the get in front of everybody on the same day to the two wives. And uh, one of them is going to be getting married earlier than the other one. It's like, uh, it's not, it, isn't that, uh, nobody's going to understand it. So his response, Abayi says that that's not a very strong question because you could see in the document there's a difference, right? The get that she received was written one day. The get the other lady received was written a different later date. So that's, the, that's why it's not a question. So uh, we brought prices that support both Rav and, um, and Shmuel. The Rav, um, um, the Bryce says that somebody sends a get to his wife, and the Shliach, on the way, took three months till he got to the lady. Uh, when the get gets to her hands, she still has to wait anyway, an additional three months. And we're also not choshesh that this is a get yashon. Get yashon meaning that, um, that, this, that uh, he was intimate or alone with his wife post the writing of the get, which would ru- ruin the get, basically. Um, because he wasn't alone with her, so that's why we don't worry about it. That's a, basically a price of saying that it goes by the time of the giving, like Rav. It's also a price. Like Shmuel says, somebody's giving a get through a third party to his wife, and he says, I don't want you to give it to her until after three months from the moment uh, uh, he gives it to her, which is three months after the get was written, she's immediately permitted to get married. And we're not worried that he was intimate from the time that it was written with his wife because they weren't alone. The point being is it goes by the time of the writing. So we have supports on both sides. Okay. Psak halacha. We have, on the one hand, you have Rav Kahana, Rav Papi, and Rav Ashi saying that it goes by the date written in the get. And Rav Papi and Rav Hunabrei says that it goes by the time that it's given. And the bottom line of the Gemara is that it goes by the time that it's written like Shmuel. So, um, there's another regular Gemara here, if you just want a regular Gemara. Actually, it's, it's you found it? Here. Yeah, it's Sigiri's. Oh, 
Yeah, he's away. Gary's away. You could use it. Just put it back there. <laughs> okay. Um, so um, that brought us to the next question. The Shail is on Aksuva. Um, when is the uh, Shemitah of Shemitah's Ksafim affect Aksuva? That's the question. Um, the idea being is that Aksuva, if it's left un, you know, untouched, so then it's unaffected, even if the man divorced his wife, but she didn't do anything in terms of trying to collect that debt, so then it becomes what's called a Bezdin debt. And because of that, when the sabbatical year comes, it doesn't cancel out that kind of a debt. However, at some point, we understand that maybe changes the question is, what is that point? So Rav says that it's when, when the, both things happen. She partially collected the debt, and the rest of it was established as an IOU, as a separate document, as a contract, that he owes the money. Then that extra money is basically what we would consider um, uh, shmitable, basically, that the shmita can wipe away that debt. And uh, Shmuel says, no, it's either one. If she dipped into it, meaning she got partial payment, then it's already a debt, and it's subject to the Shemitah. And, um, or, if she, or if it was established as a, as a separate document that he owes her the money, that's also, um, either one alone will qualify. Bryce is also backing up both opinions, one like Rav, one like Shmuel. Um, the one like Rav says, when is Iksuva Mishametes? It says Mishetifkom, Mishetizkov, that's both, these, both parts. It has to, but one without the other, not. And it's not subject to Shemitah. And, um, and we have also prices like Shmuel, which uh, puts together various obligations, like if somebody rapes a woman, the, the money that he has to pay, or Knas, which is um, where Motsi Shemra scenario, or a Pitoy, where, you, where it was consensual, uh, but not in a marriage setting, or Iksuva, all of those that were Zakva Mimelva is subject to Shemitah, and it can wipe away such a debt. So there you go. Um, and uh, the, the moment is when it was Hamad Abedin, basically she took him to court to claim the money and it, they certified that he owes the money that's basically the that's the moment when it happened anyway, so that goes like Shmuel um, um, so we saw another Allah in the name of Shmuel that Aksuba is the same as a Maisebezdin in the sense that just like a Maisebezdin can be written in the day and signed at night so to Aksuva can be written in the day and signed at night. Um, well, the, the story happened that Rav Chibarav, who was the son of Rav, okay, he had a, exactly such Aksuva. Like I said, it's a pretty common scenario. You're getting married, and they, they wrote up the Aksuva, and then there was a delay. I don't know, the band wasn't ready. I don't know, there's always something going on in a wedding. And uh, uh, the pictures, you know, like they, they took, the pictures took too long. By the time they got to the chuppah, um, it was the next day. But the, the ksuva was written the day before. I don't know, if it wasn't signed yet, whatever. It was written in the day, signed at night, whatever it is. Um, uh, basically, that was the way it happened with Rav Barav. Rav didn't say anything. He said, they don't have a problem with that. Does that mean the old like Shmuel? Not necessarily, and because there's an idea of that that in general, all in general, whenever you have a, a, a get a star that was written in the day and signed at night, but you're a suk in Boso Indian, you're still involved in the same subject, then that for sure that that's acceptable, and that's a price we brought down. Rebbe Lozberg Tzodok 
That's only when it's not a sumos Indian. You did it in the day, and then there's a complete break, nothing to do with this, and then at night, you signing up the witnesses. That's where it's problematic. But if it was written and signed, but you're busy with it, the sofer is taking his time writing, writing up the star, so then there's no problem with that, and that's fine. Okay. So, um, next thing we talked about is the opinion of Rav Shimon. Rav Shimon says that Nechta uh, Biyom and Nechta Malayla is kosher by, uh, by a get. So, um, so, the question is, why is that? What about the concern of, uh, what about these concerns that we said, either the Basa Choso, that is going to cover up, or, meaning if you don't write, uh, that, you know, if it's predated or whatever. Anyway, he says that uh, the reason why is because Rib Shimon says the whole reason is for Peros, and the moment the man decides to divorce his wife, regardless um, of, of, of when it's signed, it goes by when he decides it. So then he already is not, no longer entitled to the Peros, and therefore the date that, that's written, if it's the day before, is the day that he really deserves to lose the Peros already from then. So uh, that's the reasoning of Rib Shimon. So Rishwakish says, a qualifier in Rav Shimon. Rav Shimon would not allow uh, only if it's from the, de- that day to that night. That's where he says it's okay. But if it's from the day to, to 10 days later, he would have a problem with it because we're afraid that uh, maybe uh, he changed his mind in the interim, you know, and that's a big concern. Um, that is his opinion. Rabbi Yechonin says, no, even uh, if from, from now till 10 days later, it's still allowed. Smachlokis, Rishlokis, and Rabbi if it was found out that they got along, that, they, that they're no longer fighting, that would be public knowledge, and uh, we would know about it. Uh, <clears throat> okay, took us to the next discussion. Man tells ten people, right, to get to my wife. So Rabbi says that uh, those ten people, two of them are the witnesses, and the other are just the condition. Is that the... Um, uh, that, that, <coughs> so, and... Uh, and Rabbi Rishlag says, no, they're all expected to be Aiden, to be witnesses. So what's the case? If he didn't say all of you, so then it's, if it, then it should be like the Mishnah says, men <coughs> them people write to get to my wife. One writes it, two sign it, and it's just telling it to all ten of them that whoever amongst you should make sure that it happens, but not everybody needs to be involved. It's only when he says all of you. So obviously we're talking about over here where he said all of you. So what's the nafkamina? Every anyway, you still need all the signatures. The difference is, what if um, two people signed that day and the rest signed maybe ten days later? Is that okay? If it's a condition, so it's not really witnesses. So then you didn't transgress this idea of having it signed the same day. It was was signed the same day by the witnesses. Everyone else is just a condition. It's not a problem. It doesn't pass all the get. If, however, they're all as witnesses, so then that's the problem of it being signed ten days later. So that's another. That's one practical difference between the two opinions. Um, all, alternatively, another difference would be that if you find one of these ten are uh, are related or not kosher witness, so if it's uh, a tanai, so then that doesn't possibly get they're they're only they're not really witnesses. But if it, they are really witnesses, so then it would ruin the get. Any bad any bad apple ruins it for, ruins the whole get. So um, now there was a discussion. What if the Pasol or Karov were signed as the top two. Is that, is that, what about, what would Rabbi Yochanan say in that case? So, um, uh, they, so the two opinions. One is that it's still kosher because you don't look at, you know, it's still only condition and the ones that are going to count are the ones that are 
kosher. They're the ones. They're the real Eidim. You know, like it doesn't matter the order. And the other opinion is that it's possible because after all, the, everyone's going to look to the first two as the primary. And uh, they're going to assume that they'll be kosher if they're the first two signed. So therefore, they'll come to accept them as kosher witnesses in other cases. And that's the, and that's the two opinions. Now, that's, there was a, that's the thing we had with the Kusi signing first or second. Right, 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 exactly. But uh, again, that's uh, this is the two sides on in again within this opinion that they're only a condition. Does the condition apply to all the ten. All, uh, all ten or all, all the signatures? Um, uh, uh, even the first two, if it, you know, we, we could say that they're the conditional ones or not. Now there was this person who told ten people, "I want you to write and get to my wife." And two of them signed it that day, and the rest signed it, you know, up to 10 days later. So the case came before Rabbi Shimon Levi, and he said, you know, you can rely on Rabbi Shimon. Rabbi Shimon is reliable. So the question is, didn't Rish Lakish say that Rabbi Shimon only allows it the next day? So he says, as far as that's concerned, Rabbi Shimon Levi disagrees with Rish Lakish. He also Rabbi Yechanan, that Rabbi Shimon says that you, could, you don't have to sign it the same day. Aye, but if you're going with Rabbi Yechanan, didn't he say that the other... Anyway, the rest of the witnesses are only uh, conditional. They're not really Adim. So he says in that, he holds like Rishlakish. So it's interesting. Rabbi Shimon Levi, he, accept, he accepts Rabbi Yechonon's opinion that Rabbi Shimon allows it even many days later um, uh, to be signing it, not only the night. And he accepts Rishlakish's opinion that when 10 people need to sign it, they're really all witnesses. Anyway, that's where we left off yesterday. What's the reason for having 10 people sign?